Welcome to Thinking Too Hard About Anime, an anime discussion podcast. It's a little bit of history, a little bit of analysis, and a lot of over-examining the Japanese media uh, we love so much. I guess, well, not anymore. Dang. <laughs> dang, dang. Uh-oh. <laughs> we have to change the whole premise. Uh, oh, but shit. regardless, I am your co-host, Aaron J. Shelton. And with <laughs> me, as always, is... Noah Carden. And we're we're doing a quick mini episode. Uh, this this is really an SEO, uh, a, a <laughs> SEO gra- grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're really trying to clickbait y'all because <laughs> this uh, this is sort of a, a mini discussion uh, that relates to our first season where we covered the entirety of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, because as of this recording, uh, the live action Cowboy Bebop from Netflix has finally been released. The first uh-huh. season. Uh-huh. Uh, of possibly only one season <laughs> um, that has been released as of yesterday, and we're uh-huh. gonna just just talk a little bit about it. First thoughts: uh, we haven't really we haven't we've done like zero research on it, or at least planned research. Yeah. Um, but for some context, I uh, I was only able to get. I say that like I'm not going to keep going, but like I've watched an episode and a half. <laughs> I watched all ten episodes. You, I got, you don't, you don't I sound got, thrilled about it. <sighs> okay. It, it is rough. Do you want my bottom line? I get, yeah, let's... I have... <laughs> as someone who's only watched an episode and a half, I have... I, I'm more mad at Netflix in the state of serialized content in the age of streaming. That's more mm-hmm. my rant. So you, yeah, give, give me the bottom line. Um, it's not good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There are definitely like little glimpses and glimmers of some really good stuff. I think John Cho is good. I think uh, that John Cho is playing Spike Spiegel. I think he is good. Um, I think Mustafa Shakir as Jet Black is spot on. He is my favorite part of the show because <laughs> he is just Jet Black. Like he's doing his best Bo Billingsley, like sound alike. He has. All of the great attitude. They do some weird stuff with some of his background, but I don't hate it. It's just a little strange. Um, Daniela Panetta as Faye is okay. <laughs> I think she gets a little too much of the um, the the Marvel tone. She always gets these little quips, and she's the one that cusses the most and has all these kind of quirky insults for everybody that... Uh... <laughs> That that makes sense with the writer, yeah, and the series creator. Um, Alex Hassel as vicious sucks. That first episode where they show him, first of all, why the fuck do we need to see him right now? Who gives a shit? Okay, um, well, strap in. <laughs> I I I I know they're doing the thing that I think I mentioned in previous episodes. That I was gonna fear they were gonna do. So, yeah, Vicious sucks, and but. Julia show up almost every episode. <sighs> Actually, I think they do show up every episode in this weird, like Netflix Marvel show sort of tone. Um, like basically all of the Vicious and Julia stuff and the stuff surrounding Anna. It's all kind of related, and it all just feels like reject stuff from an unproduced season of Luke Cage. Mmm. Oh, that, that, yeah. 
That is probably the easiest way. If you have seen a season of Luke Cage on Netflix, a lot it just it just feels like that. It is almost exactly that. <laughs> um, there is an episode that starts with an episode of Big Shots that I actually really really liked. I liked how they do Big Shots. Is that Big Shots is cool? I wish they wouldn't. I wish they embraced the bit a little more in the sense of like, oh yeah, spoilers by the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, as much as I mean, as much as I'm trying not to spoil too too yeah. much. So um, I I got to see Big Shots, which was how episode two opened, uh-huh, which yes. ruled. They that was like pitch perfect. It's very Except, good. I think it's I think it's like spot on. I think the sort of like public access TV show kind of quality to that works very very well. I don't like that Judy breaks character right at the first episode. Yes, I, I agree. That's I my that. only, I'm like, no, that's such a, that's such a good bit. At, yeah. Like for when they get canceled, like, and it's, they wouldn't, it's not like it's live. They wouldn't keep that. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> if you uh, want me to say some things, I can. Yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. You, you start. And I, yeah. So they did, the things that I feared, even with only one and a half episodes, I know they're doing the thing that I feared it was going to be, where it's not half an hour. Cowboy Bebop cannot sustain an hour-long program. No. Because then you got to get into character, and guess what? No one gives a fuck about backstory. Yeah. It's like, we get it. He's just like, we get it or we'll get it, right? It's like, you don't need to hit us over the head with the fact that Jet has a kid now. And is trying to buy them a doll. He in the first episode he mentions that like five times. I don't oh, understand. Get ready for it. <laughs> There's an entire episode about him getting that doll. I mean, that's but that sounds like a fun in in animated verse. If you said count, uh, they have to go get a doll, jingle all the way style. Okay, that uh, sounds like a fun episode in the animated version. Uh, I want. Oh man, <laughs> I want to tell you about a thing. All right. Are you saying we have to come do this episode again? I, I can <laughs> I can just tell that. you that they do a thing completely undeserved. Okay. That, um, but that again, that makes sense for what this this is. Doing. I mean, it's like the biggest emotional moment in the entire animated series, and they do it in the first season completely undeserved. Oh, what? <laughs> like. She gets the tape. No. And they watch it in like the seventh episode. No. Why? <laughs> it is the, oh my God. So, uh, I, I mean, that's not as, yeah. Only tell me things that have happened in the anime. Yeah. Okay. For sure. That, Which, okay. So most of the stuff that, uh, I think most of the stuff that didn't happen in the anime is all on like the vicious and syndicate side. Mm-hmm. Everything else is basically, they take some of the episodes and they remix them a little bit. A lot of times they'll just put them on a planet instead of like inside of a spaceship or something mm-hmm. because that's going to cost money when we can just film in like a shipyard in like Vancouver or whatever. I, I this fee, I think this was according to the credits. I think it was either New Zealand or Australia. That sounds that sounds right. Power Rangers territory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where a lot of those shows were filmed for a very long time. Oh. They, yeah, all the live action, bit, all the American bits. Yes. Um, um, 
Yeah, like that. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I don't, I mean, speaking of like production, I would say I don't mind that it looks a little cheap. I, I don't, I, I, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. There's, there's some that definitely look better than others. There's, there's certain ones you can definitely tell, oh, this is totally just like a backlot somewhere. Um, and like, it, it, like, again, I don't think it's like terrible, but it's not, there are certain ones that do it a lot better than others. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. So first and a half episode, I will, I agree with you on everything. I will say, I think Daniela Pineda, I think she is a good actress, but like you said, they give her the, she's like too quippy. I, I mean, like, I think we, that comes from probably Christopher Yost, who, mm-hmm. who I think is a good writer. He did a lot of early Marvel animation stuff. He was one of the writers on Thor Ragnarok, but like, you know, Taika Waititi ain't around yeah. to, to, to help out on this, but it's, and like, there's, I can understand there's like a certain level of like kind of localization. You, you could say like translation from the, the Japanese version, even like the dub to what a, a modern American audience kind of expects out of their, their like sci-fi TV shows. And, but I think Spike gets a little bit quippier, which I um, hate. Yeah. Which sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. I think, I think overall John Cho's performance is pretty good, but um, like he, he, Spike was never really all that quippy. And he got in one and that was in like, and then done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's just something about, you know how we called it um, Firefly, but better. Yes. <laughs> the show is just kind of Firefly. It's, I think you're right where it's like, it's trying to, it feels like overall they didn't do the right cool things from the show. Yeah. Or they, or all the cool stuff is like surface level, right? Um, yeah. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blame Netflix for all of this. And I'm okay. going to blame modern, the way modern streaming is on all of this. And also the fact that it's an hour long per episode. That's stupid. Because then all you're doing, when, when you have like an hour long drama, half of that's fucking character. That's like, mm-hmm. that's TV 101 stuff where it, Half of its plot, half is this. Like, no, 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 no. This this show's all plot. So when you do get the character stuff, it's super good. Um, but every Netflix show, every Netflix original TV show is a 10-hour movie. That's all it is because yeah. they just want you in that seat. They want you using their service for as long as possible, which I don't understand. Because you think you would, they, like, they have your money. They don't care what you do with it. Yeah. It, it should be like a gym membership, but... All of their original content is designed around this 10-hour movie model. And that's not Cowboy Bebop. And like, no, no, it is not. And just like how like the best episodes of X-Files are not the meta plot, the best episodes are the Monsters of the Week, it's the same for Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Like, it's, like you, you met, you, Vicious is not the cool part. Vicious no. is not the interesting part. We have discussed this several times. And then uh, we made that the main crux of the show where it's like, even in episode two, he's like, got to go deal with my past. I'm Spike Spiegel. I'm like, no, you got to go fight a tall dude for a dog now. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Like, uh, like 
like, like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's like they went, <laughs> they ruined it by westernizing it. To they westernized it. It's the filter got like this is <laughs> this show got filtered too many times. Western into an Eastern perspective, great. But coming back around again, fucked it up. It's it's like when you do the Google Translate game. Mm. You put in a word and you translate it to another language and then to another language and then to another language and then you translate it back into the original language and you go from phone to, like, pickle. Like, <laughs> it's, there's, yeah. Um, I, I, I think this show is a, I think it has a format problem and that's really, I think, to me, as of now, that is my main overall gripe. I yeah. think... I think if Disney did this and they did their like once a week model, yeah, I feel like it would have been like if this was like Disney Plus or Prime, if this was anywhere but Netflix, I feel like this might have had a better chance. And I feel like well, they would have been they would have been down for like, oh, 30 minute episodes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We don't care. They already but paid also, money like, to see. It. They already paid money for our service. Who gives a shit? Netflix does do weekly things, though. They have like a, a one or two shows that are like a weekly release, and I don't know why they. Uh, also, I don't know if anybody else out there notices this. Please let me know. But do like all of the women kind of look the same? <laughs> like the actress playing Faye, the actress playing Julia. There's another actress that plays another female character who comes on for like an episode and a half. They all kind of look the same to me. They all have a very similar nose and sort of a rounded face. And it just struck me as kind of weird. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll keep looking when, when we get to it. So is so I have to ask. Uh -huh. There is there was a screenshot. I had to avoid Twitter because I didn't want like an opinion to be formed before I got a chance to watch it. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. I totally understand. Um, but I looked at some stuff and apparently there's a screenshot going around and I need to know if this is true. It's, it's Ma, it's Ma, Ma Parker. What's her last name? Uh, Maria Murdoch. Maria Murdoch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maria Murdoch and Jet are talking. Jet says, this is black male. And Maria says, yes, it is because you're black and a male. So that's not Maria Murdoch. Okay. That is a different character. That is, um, but that's Woodcock. in this, but that's in there. That is 100% a real oh ass god! <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not mad at so, it. I'm just very surprised. So the whole thing is that Jet has this contact named Woodcock, which creates okay. a, a wonderful joke from, from Spike. Um, and they like hologram her in to like get some information. And she's very she's all about Jet. She wants to get in Jet's uh, jumpsuit. Okay, this makes um, sense. Uh, Maria Murdoch does show up though, and she's played by Adrian Barbo. <gasps> oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> it's very good. It <sighs> is very good. Um but yeah. Um like I think I think a lot of like the casting choices were pretty good except for Julia and Vicious. They kind of suck. <laughs> well, they just who again like who gives a fuck? They yes. they Julia is like this is going to did uh did you she's a plot, she's a in the in the in the in the in the anime she's a plot device man and it sucks to say yeah. that but like but she is and yeah. like i get the instinct to want to like develop her more but like i don't care yeah i don't care about that um 
there's something. I know. There's so. You did were, you, you did were, you get any any flashback stuff with with Spike and what they used to call him? Why did they call him Fearless? The I Jet don't Li movie. Know. <laughs> I'm like, they said his name was Fearless. I'm like, well, but huh, huh, what? What? <laughs> I, fearless and vicious. Like that's. But that's really dumb. He calls him Spike in a flashback, I think. So there's... In the original series, like, they call him Spike, like, all the time. And I know there's, like, the implication that maybe Spike isn't his real name or whatever. But, like, Mm -hmm. there are scenes in flashbacks where they call him Spike. I'm... (laughs) I am curious. And I think that... and, And I guess maybe, like you said, this is just the marvelification of it. I feel like it's a hundred percent that where it's, I don't get the idea of like, we have to know where every aspect of this character came from. We have to know them front to back. Yeah. It's like the writer was like, well, I did the biography. Damn it. We got to show all of it. I'm like, yeah, I saw, I saw a comment on, on Twitter, um, about how, Hey, just because like a, a people like a villain or whatever, does it mean you have to like go into all of their backstory and give them this like tragic story about how they're like abused as a kid or something along those lines and how that's why they're, they're a villain. Sometimes they can just be a villainous asshole and that's perfectly okay. We don't need to have like a super tragic origin story for our villains every single time. And it feels like that is a hundred percent what they are doing with like vicious and that whole thing. They're giving him this sort of tragic backstory to explain why he's this monster. And they also don't really make him a monster in this series. They make him sort of like this weird, like angry, angsty teen. (laughs) And it just, it feels so fucking bad. I, it, I, I like, I think that's part of why, John Wick hit so hard, not just because it's amazing action, but like, yeah. who's John Wick? We just, you don't, guess what? You don't got to know everything about John Wick. Even in three movies, you don't know a ton. You just know enough. Yeah. You know enough about the world to be like, ooh, that's intriguing. And then we're, we're on our merry way. You know enough to get through it. And like, again, Cowboy Bebop did that so well. And so when you finally do get like glimpses of the past, and how it affects the present, I mean, which the show is technically doing, but just, like, not in this concise way. It's just very, again, Western and meandering. Faye doesn't, like... It's weird that Faye shows up in episode one, and I'm halfway through episode two, and I haven't seen a lick of her. Yeah. It's like, what happened? Like, what happened here? <laughs> Wait a Like, I know she's a main character. She's in the credits. What are you... Mm-hmm. I mean... Which is, at least in the end, there's, it's weird. It's a, yeah, it's like you said, I think we're both right. Where it's, it's been Netflixed up and it's been Marvelized and bad. (laughs) That's bad for this type of show. I hope you're ready for a John Wick sequence in this too, because that, that happens too. (laughs) Oh, that's uh, the, I think one of the directors was like a bit, was a, big director in the daredevil like he direct again marvelification it's a bunch of marvel people yep uh-huh. making this. there's so a a a sort of hallway crawl shootout that is both very like 
Daredevil meets John Wick kind of scene. Dude, that's what blew me away is those first four episodes of the anime. Spike is very competent, but he's not an outright killer. Yeah. And then when Ballad of Fallen Angels hit, it's like, oh, oh, okay, shit. And but like that's ruined now because you've shown him just like boop a doo ba 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 ba. Yeah. It's <sighs> it's also a lot bloodier than I kind of expected. Yeah. Well um, the the Anastasia thing just doesn't hit. Yeah. Cause you cause what do you do? You get one scene with her. And it's like you're supposed to you the audience don't sympathize with Anastasia. Cause one, they made her a rich girl that was trying to run away from uh-huh. her gangster dad. Which in the other one wasn't the case. She was just this person who like maybe made some mistakes. Um, and they try to get you to sympathize with Anna through Spike's perspective of like, my memories, no. Yeah. And it's a half hour, man. A half yeah. hour. I, that, I, honest, like, gun to my head, hand on a Bible. I think that would have fixed so much. You give me 10 half hour episodes, you end it with Battle of the Fallen Angels. Yeah. Post credit scene, Ed. I assume there's an Ed post credit scene or some bullshit. You don't have to confirm or deny. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Okay. I gotta. All right. Ed is so, happen- Ed is happening. Yes. Ed is happening. Yes. Okay. It has to. Um, there, would, there would be riots. It's all over the place on Twitter. It's very easy to run into the 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 final clip. I. I understand everybody's frustration with it, and I definitely see now why Ed probably doesn't really work in a live-action sense because they suddenly become very annoying. (laughs) But I think for what they did in the final scene, it does kind of work if you were trying to, like, one-to-one Ed into a live-action. I don't know if Ed in live action really works. Okay, that I get that. That makes sense. I can see. Also, how... there's a real big name drop when Ed shows up. That I'll I'll leave it to you. It's Ed Sheeran. It's... Yes, it's Ed Sheeran. Yes. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. Well. Oh, we're gonna have fun. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of weird messages from me. Okay. Yeah. But this is this uh, is probably, this is gonna be a slow watch. I think. If, if you want to do a, a follow up when you're done a I'm more totally spoiler heavy it. yeah all right well we'll see i've already <laughs> oh man there's so much there's there's so much and yet it, i can feel it sliding off my brain like egg in a teflon pan <laughs> well then again it's western streaming it doesn't like it's shovelware at this point you know it doesn't yeah. For something this cool and something with like such a big push from Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because we're in the sweet spot of those algorithms. Yeah. But like there seems like there was so way more press than like other Netflix shows. Yeah. Um, there was something I had another thought. Um, Is there ever a big spaceship fight scene battle? Um. <sighs> Well, I'm just gonna go be sad, I guess, for the rest of the day. Um, I had, I had. Oh fuck! Yeah, no, it's gone. I'm sure as soon as we end this call, I'm gonna think of it. But uh, oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. I think 
as with most like westernized adaptations of something, um, I think this would have been a much better show if you had just stripped out the name Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> just file mm-hmm, off all mm-hmm. the names, change everybody around. It would have been a perfectly fine like space cyberpunk adventure show. But no. They... I know everyone's obsessed with space, color and spaces, not just the Lovecraft creation, but also uh-huh. just, oh, we're in space, so everything has to be colorful, which I do like, but I do think it's reaching the the pivot point to where mm-hmm. we're tired of it. Not enough grime, right? Um, And it, this, it should be, yeah. a, the show should be, I mean, aesthetically should be, I mean, and that just might be a 90s thing that I'm missing. Yeah. I think it's 90s. It's also, I think, the animation direction, like the art direction for the show how it was actually produced kind of gives you those kind of grimy gritty because it's actually like paint on celluloid kind of kind of deal um but yeah and they do the the weird like kind of culture coded color grading on stuff all the time that's not yeah go to to new tijuana and it's all like you know washed out sepia tone the be space mexico and it's like no man you didn't have to do that there's and I don't, I don't just want to be a hater or no, just like, like this was bad. Like, oh, this was bad, and everyone should feel bad. Because like, again, no. a lot of people, it's like any art, even though it's commercial art. A lot of people work like really hard on this. I just yes, think it's a hundred percent. Like, I, I don't want it to. I mean, even when I'm saying like, you know, Alex Hassel sucks at vicious. I don't think it's necessarily because he is a bad actor or yeah. anything. I think that's because he was really good in the boys. Yeah, only had like two episodes, but like he was good in that. I just so. think the the way that he's being told to portray this character fucking sucks. He goes from being this kind Very of mysterious, British. vicious killer to a kind of whiny, like bad uh, mafia film, like side character. It's well, like okay, think about the first time we saw Vicious. He what killed a whole room. <laughs> Yeah, and in the, this one, he just like takes out a goon. I'm like, well, that's just standard stuff. Actually, no, not even like the first time we see Vicious, his boys show up and like hold Mao Yenrai hostage, and then he comes in and, and kills him. And then, but it's they're we, in the we middle. Don't see a whole lot of Vicious do a whole lot of anything, but until he like comes face to face with Spike. But even in that sense, it's like first scene. Hi, I'm doing a coup against one of the biggest crime organizations yes. in uh, in space. Yes. Let's go. Versus, boy, I love sitting in a, in a freezer full of tuna. Yeah. It's, 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 um, Vicious has a much more obvious power hold in the, the anime. Like he has his own little like private army within mm. the, the, the red dragon syndicate. Uh, and in the show, it's not it's not like that he is he has a few like henchmen that he gets to do stuff with but he can't just he, he seems much more capable in a sort of like much more capable in a managerial sort of sense <laughs> in the anime as opposed to here where he is just like he's playing at being a big bad mafia guy um also i just have to say they keep trying to throw in a bunch of the the iconic lines, and they will also just throw in, like, the end phrases, like the little stinger, mm-hmm. like, you're going to carry that weight and shit like that, 
as like lines of dialogue in certain episodes and it's like oh no 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 don't pander to me don't do that there's a uh there is a don't don't have spike say easy come easy go or whatever happens happens he says that once when he's about to die in space in an old ass spaceship like there's there was uh i've not seen ghostbusters afterlife i'm probably not i'm definitely not gonna watch it in theaters and i probably won't seek it out it is out like yeah 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 that's how that's how much we care uh (laughs) okay i wasn't sure if it was actually out yet like i don't really care i read like half of some article to where it's i could i could go on a rant about ghostbusters (laughs) what's the weird i mean like the whole point of the article which i agree with a lot of it where it's like Y'all know, like, the first two Ghostbusters were comedies. Mm-hmm. And the gag was that, like, oh, here are these, like, again, action scientists, but they're, like, they're drunk, yeah. they're schlubs, they're blue They're a bunch guys. of rejects. Yeah. yeah. Where this one is, like, where this movie, where the afterlife apparently is way more, like, zero jokes, a bunch of references. Yeah. And, like, some sort of weird reference for, like, a box with black and yellow stripes on it. Yeah. In that, like, that's, I hate it. I hate, like, please movies based on things I liked or like. Please stop doing that. I don't need that. Yeah. Look, we like these things because of what they are. We don't need to have, like, this this reverence level for a lot of these things. Or, like, these, we don't need the, hey, I know what that is. I clapped when I saw it kind of moments. It's perfectly okay. We don't have to linger on the, the ghost trap or... Or Spike's gun, or whatever. We can you can just show it and be done with it. You can just do you focus on that story there. Uh, there, because I was like, because that's just a holdover that we have to get rid of of like the nerd code, right? To where like, mm-hmm. hey nerds, we know you're a nerd, and not everyone's gonna get this. So here's your little bone. Here's a little treat for being a a big loser. But like, it, like we don't need that anymore because. I think Caleb said this a couple of years back where it's like, we won. Yes. We, we run everything. Nerd culture is pop <laughs> culture. We don't need little winks because who are you? Like who are you? You're winking to everyone. It's not You secret. know how fucked up nerd culture has gotten when there's like a standing senator using Attack on Titan clips, <laughs> like for, edited Attack yeah. on Titan clips for like, devious political purposes like because biden bad <laughs> because biden bad like, like that's it doesn't yeah it, it doesn't there's no secret code anymore and even yeah. like i used to think with an anime that was still sort of like the reject nerd like fandom to an yeah. extent i'm like oh no not anymore we're, we're good michael b jordan's on our side we're we're good yeah, it's it's yeah. pop culture. It doesn't matter. There's no secret society <laughs> anymore. Did you see how many Olympians this year had like anime inspired outfits and stuff? Like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Someone did the Attack on Titan salute. I think mm-hmm. when when they won a medal, it's like yeah, it doesn't. There's no more secret club, man. Yeah. And that I mean, again, as an old head, kind of sucks, but like. I'm over like I am over it. Yeah. Like like what you like, but and like don't gatekeep and stuff like that. But just man, uh don't pander. Don't, don't do not don't, pander yes. to me. And I know. Don't don't pander and don't try not to be pandered to. I I feel like uh I feel like I fell into the trap 
watching this, but I also knew we were going to talk about it because that's that's what we're doing. We're making that content, baby. <laughs> yeah, we're no better than them. <laughs> but goddamn, it's I know I want it looked it had we had some hope. Had, yeah. And I and think like, that, I think they could have I think they could have had a really solid thing on their hands. They had a lot of really good people on screen and I'm sure plenty of people working off screen did their damnedest and a lot of it looks really good, but huh. they, they it's it's the it's the Gundam meme. Wow, cool setting. Yeah. They I think that's it. They just they looked at the wrong they looked <laughs> They learned the wrong lessons, I think. Well, get ready for Netflix's live-action Gundam movie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, uh, what's-his-face? Uh, Kong, Kong Skull Island, right? Yes. Um, fuck, what is his name? I know, it's it's a very weird name, but he, uh... Jordan have, something. Yeah, I have a little more faith in that. Uh, Jordan Vogt Roberts, yes. Um, I do, I think, at least following him on Twitter, he seems to get it a little bit better than a lot of people, but that doesn't mean that, you know, the production houses and stuff like that aren't going to step in and, and mess it up. And it's, I mean, very, the, I mean, I guess we have to worry about the America, the Americafication of war. Yes. Right. And that like, no, no war actually rules and it solves everything. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you know this about Gundam, but war bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's a weird, like Vietnam slash world war two, like parable about how war sucks and nobody is innocent and, huh. and child soldiers. And yes. Everybody is a child soldier. Basically, man, that's yeah. It's like, this is maybe season two. <laughs> I, oof. I don't, oh, if we get there. Well, we're getting, I mean, but that's the thing. I think it's. Well, okay. We will get a season two because that's Netflix's whole MO is they make two seasons and then after and then, that. And then they're out. Unless it's like a, a takeoff whiz bang hit like fucking Stranger Things. They're done. Yeah, I think this, I think this is only doing the two seasons and then it's out. Um, so they'll probably, if they have any sense, they'll kill Spike. Uh, unless they already did it. I don't know. There's, it's, <sighs> we're getting, we're getting closer to live action and wet live action anime in the west done well i think yeah but oh i don't know if i need that i'm not pushing for it yeah it's it's just one of those things that like i've kind of had this thought for a long time is that like animation animation does what animation can do and a lot of times stuff that is made for animation should probably stay in animation, like making live action adaptations of like all these different, whether it's like a regular cartoon show or an anime or like a comic or something along those lines. Like a lot of times they don't turn out well. Like Marvel is like, has been sort of like the exception that proves that rule. But there's... yeah, you're, you're, I think you're right. I, there's... I think some more, if, if we can give some more insight into sort of behind the scenes, maybe some, some tenuous connections. So I think you're, you, I think if anyone in the anime sphere is well aware of like the fan reception of the death note live action movie that came out a few mm-hmm. years back. Um, so there was an interview with, um, God, what is his name? The director, the director? Adam Wingard. Yeah. yeah. So Adam Wingard, I think he's a good director. Yes, sure. I've, uh, him and his writing partner. Um, let's see. Uh, 
Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, they did one of my favorite movies of all time, The Guest. Yes. The Guest fucking rules. Yeah, it, it, it rules ass. I, I think, so I, there was an interview with him and he's talked about working on Death Note and he was like, I thought, it's like the reason I did it the way I did because I'm like, oh, I'm adapting this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm taking the base elements and I'm a Westerner, so I'm going to make it within a Western-like lens. Let's redo some things and everyone's going to like this because I'm not stepping on the other material. And he he legitimately, genuinely did not expect any of the hate that he got. Like, And, and you know, like shitty people on Twitter are going to be fucking shitty. Yeah, um, yeah about like a movie you know but like he he what it was and i think that's a lesson he learned he's like oh i fucked up what the fans want is like the exact uh, the exact thing yeah i think a majority of the fans when they're like hey we're adapting this thing into a different medium it's like well i better be the exact thing i i hope i'm not that way because that's stupid to think and it's like it's it's an impossible task to want to want it yeah but I think maybe Cowboy Bebop, I don't know if they didn't go hard enough in the paint of like trying to be one for one or I, I can't say for sure. But it seems like, yeah, like Death Note, I, Death Note 2014 definitely affected Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I think I I still haven't seen Death Note 2014. I, or 2017. I, sorry. Oh, 2017. Um, I've never been a particularly big Death Note fan to begin with. Um I do think casting Willem Dafoe as Ryuk is probably like the most galaxy brain shit oh, yeah. ever. But it ruled. Um, yeah, no, I totally, I totally get like that kind of mindset. And I, I, when you adapt something, you kind of want you want to kind of make it for the audience, whether that not necessarily just like talking anime wise, not just for the anime audience, but for a wider like audience. I totally get that. Um, but you also have to make sure that like the actual like script and the production are all good as well. <laughs> and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at least in Cowboy Bebop, it's real up and down. Like there's some really good stuff. I do like that isn't in the, the, the original, like I like John Cho and Mustafa's like how they work well together on screen. I think that works very well. I think adding in some of those quips and stuff like that does work a little bit, but like tone it back a little bit in one angle, shit a few things here and there. I, yeah, it's it's such a weird kind of balancing act, and like it's it's such a difficult thing to do that, I, and it's such a difficult thing to do that, and I'm not sure if you're going to get quite the return that you expect on it, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that makes it really worth doing, but I I, I hate to be such a like a downer on on, on something like that, like <sighs> no, I mean it's it's. But it, again, it's it's why did they do a live action Cowboy Bebop? Money. Yeah. It's a it's a pro, it's an IP. It's a yes. recognizable IP. Let's let's make some bank, baby. That's I mean that's, and that's I mean that's the nature of commercial art. It's all like I think the the creators def, of course have like for the most part have artistic integrity and like they want to tell a good story or they want to make something good that means something. But the reason they're able to do it is because someone else gets to make money. And it, yeah. it's so yeah, I'm I'm with you where it's like, do we need these anime adaptations? No, it but it's but it is gonna keep happening. Yeah, I see. I almost might want like if we're gonna do an anime adaptation, let's do something 
let's do like like the Cowboy Bebop movie, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Where it's, I think we even kind of talked about this when we ended last se- the, the the first season. Um, they should do something that is sort of like it just fills in. It's just like the continuing adventures of it's mm-hmm. the stuff that we didn't get to see between like certain episodes, that kind of deal, or like it's a wholly original kind of like plot that happens as like some sort of like side story or something like that. I think those would probably work better when you're trying to do a live action adaptation of like an anime or something along those lines, than just straight up trying to do a, a either a slavish like reproduction of the original material or this weird sort of like half step kind of adaptation where you take a lot of the, the core stuff, but then you mix it around and add in a whole bunch of stuff that like wasn't there to begin with. And I think if you just kind of make a like side story kind of thing and test it with that first, that might be better received or work better for those kind of adaptations. Yeah, it's and what sucks is that this Cowboy Bebop is the perfect show to do that with. Yeah. To just like, cool, we'll hear the characters and hear the nuts and bolts. We're going to go do our own thing. Here's six cool. Here's six cool episodes. (sighs) <sighs> I'm ex- I, I mean, well, I know this turned we were- out to be a lot longer than I expected. Yeah, it to be. <laughs> look, we recorded. Uh, so we recorded a regular episode before this. So this is, it's. I don't know. It's cool that we both that we can still have thoughts <laughs> after like three hours. Yeah, that's uh-huh. fun. So I'm. I mean, yeah, we might come back, and f- this might be a two parter. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you if you're feeling up to it, I would love to hear like uh, your your final thoughts yeah. on on the series when you're doing it. It's definitely like, I'm definitely not, this is not a show I want to binge. Yeah. It's like, uh, cause it's, I mean, and like, cause it's not grabbing me. Yeah. Cause I think I talked about this in like the very first episode we did where it's no, immediately we thought we were going to watch one episode of the DVD, come back to it. We finished the whole DVD Yeah. in like one sitting. Not, neither of us wanted to like my friend and I, we didn't, we didn't want to like, peel ourselves away because it was like that good and powerful and it like yeah i mean you can't re it's so hard to like try and recreate that and do that and like there there are so many factors of this and like only ones that we can like perceive and like speculate on yeah on how this thing came about you never know all the answers to why each decision was made but it is it 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 just sucks it was just it's it sucks that it's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I think again, I have no ill will towards any of the actors mm-hmm. or production or anything like that. Yeah. If you're sending death threats or anything like that, you can, yeah, you no. can not listen to us, please, yeah. please, please, please don't do anything like that. It's just it's like, they're, they're just doing a job. Like again, a lot of them they're doing, you know, they're doing the best they can. They want to do a good job, but they are doing a job. And I think a lot of them are doing the best with what they have. And sometimes what they have just isn't, isn't, isn't working. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I think we should probably just leave it there then. I think so too. Uh, you want to take us out? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I think when this gets released, uh, we'll, we're almost done with Hideaki Anno Domini. That episode will be coming out. I want to say a week after this, we're going to aim for the first Thursday of December. But then after that, we are taking a little hiatus uh, so we can get uh, things arranged for season three. So that's right. We're coming back. 
Um, yeah, with, baby. With, mm-hmm, with the season three, um, something different, something new, uh, same bullshit. Uh, but if you want to talk to us, you can find us at thinking, you can write, if you want to talk to us, you can find us over on Twitter at thinking anime. You can write to us in, in longer form at thinking anime at thinking too hard pod at gmail.com. Um, if you would like to support the show financially, then one, you're, you're a true hero in a real human being and we appreciate it. But if you go to anchor.fm slash TTHA, uh, Tatha, or I'm sorry, T T H A A. Tatha. T thinking anchor fm slash T T H A A. You'll see a little support button uh, where you can f- support us financially uh, with a monthly payment of ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. Uh, you can cancel that at any time, but it's greatly appreciated. Uh, it will help us get those hard to get animes that we're eventually going to watch. <laughs> so far the thing on our wish list is like 300 bucks so who knows who knows um and you can find me personally on twitter at aaron j shelton or listen to my other podcast come a house party where myself and vince white are going through the entirety of dragon ball in an improvised comedic fashion uh, and i'm also streaming this is the last thing i'm streaming at <laughs> twitch.tv slash kame house party usually every thursday night with vince we're playing a variety of games and having a variety of fun. Uh, Noah, where can the good folks find you? So you can find me online. I'm on Twitter at Kamenotaku. That's K-A-M-E-N-O-T-A-K-U. Um, I'm also on Twitch at Kamenotaku. So that's twitch.tv slash K-A-M-E-N-O-T-A-K-U. Uh, I should be starting up streaming again sometime soon. Yes. Finally getting settled in, getting my, my schedule in order. So... Hopefully I can get, get back on that. I've got got a lot of Fallout to play. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's, that's where you can find me. Nice. Uh, like we said, we'll be next week. You'll hear our last episode of Hideaki Anno Domini, and then we'll be back in 2022, or maybe sooner, I guess, when I finish yeah, we'll see. the live-action series. We shall see. Keep an, keep an eye on your podcatchers. Mm. We'll, we might have another follow-up to this. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, and as always, I've been Aaron J. Shelton. I'm Noah Carden. And we've been thinking too hard. <laughs> <laughs>